are listening to the DGD Podcast. Sponsored by La Touraine. Here's your hosts, Robert Reynolds and Juan Daniels. All right, all right. Hey, hey, welcome to the DGD Podcast. And I know you heard Robert Reynolds' name on there. He's not going to be on the podcast today, but he definitely will be in the chat. So make sure that you give him a shout out in the chat. So, hey, let's just make sure that that Bones Brigade chat is going to be hopping today. So we've got some exciting things uh, to talk about. First and foremost, it's going to be the dawn of the dog. Uh, we're going to preview the uh, or the Orange Bowl. So it's going to be the Georgia versus Michigan, the number two Michigan Wolverines versus the number three Georgia Bulldogs. And uh, just before, uh, at the end of that, you just saw La Terrain. So this is one of our sponsors, La Terrain. So they make custom-made watches they're absolutely amazing i think robert has actually uh shown a couple of his watches that they've had so they're custom made go to www.laterrain.com and then use the promo code dgd to get up to a 20 percent discount so again like we were talking about right now we're about to jump on the dawn of the dogs we are the dgd podcast and uh some special guests with me today so uh first and foremost we've got my man billy pate so i've known billy pate for about 15 20 years we played some uh flag football together so um he's best known as you know giving up a lot of touchdowns to me so i appreciate that that billy um we, we also share a, a a huge love of movies uh trading places is definitely one of our favorites and uh one of our favorite lines is who has been putting cools out on our floor so on my floor. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so um, I want to introduce uh, Billy Pate. So Billy Pate, um, just introduce yourself a little bit and then just uh, talk about your journey real quick on being a, a Georgia Bulldog fan. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, grown up here in, uh, in Gwinnett County, uh, Georgia raised, uh, always been a Bulldog fan. Been a long journey for 41 years, waiting for an opportunity to try to get the big one. But uh, Came close a few times, just couldn't get over the hump. So hopefully the dogs can uh, put it all together for two more games and bring home something we've been waiting on for a long time. Yes, sir. It's, it's been a long, long time. So um, here I have uh, also uh, Tim Hill. So Tim and I, we've known each other for a long, long time. He went to South Gwinnett High School. Um, we've played some basketball uh, against each other. I've always had a triple-double against him. Easy, easy each and every, t- each and every time I've, I've played. Uh, Chris has a unique situation here he is a michigan fan but he's also a georgia fan so he's kind of got a heart divided so uh talk to us a little bit about that chris if you don't mind i'm sorry tim if you don't mind yeah hey you know i heart divided is right so i'm the the georgia native as well grew up uh, a dog fan always been a a georgia bulldog fan but in the early 90s uh elvis gerback desmond howard the fab five they, they made me a michigan fan and I've been a huge Michigan fan ever since. Uh, so much so, no one would ever say I'm not a diehard fan. My youngest son, his name is Weber. First name is Weber. <laughs> I'm committed to it, um, and, and I'm, I'm totally torn for this Orange Bowl. Yeah, yeah, a, a dream come true for you to see two of uh, the, your favorite teams actually playing against each other. So it's it's you, it could either be a win-win or or a lose-lose for you. <laughs> it just depends on. Uh, uh, you know, who, who wins, but, you know, of course the winner is going to have to take on the Alabama Cincinnati winner. Um, a lot of people saying that uh, Alabama is probably going to run away with that game, but, uh, you know, not, not necessarily sure what's going to happen with that. So let, let, let's get into the tail of the tape here. Okay. So right now 
you could actually see this is about as evenly matched of a game as you can get, right? So points per game, you can see Georgia's 39.4, Michigan 37.7. Points allowed per game, uh, Georgia 9.5, uh, Michigan 16.1. So you can see Georgia has a little bit of an edge right there. Total yards um, per game, uh, you can see that uh, Georgia 442, um, whereas Michigan has 551, so a little bit of an edge right there. Uh, yards allowed per game, uh, Georgia's 253, and then you have Michigan with 316. So a little bit, you know, favoring favoring uh, Georgia. Both of these teams, they basically pride themselves on big time defense, and then also, uh, you know, running the football. And that's going to be their main focus. Is they're, you know, they're going to go out there. Um, and then just try to establish the line of scrimmage. Um, and, it, and it's going to be one of those things that's actually going to be pretty tough here. So we take a look here. Uh, Georgia's, you know, they've got their big-time backs. They've got, uh, you know, Zamir White, Zeus, James Cook, Kenny McIntosh. And they also have another stable of, uh, you know, a few running backs, too, that they actually just kind of sprinkle in. Michigan has uh, Haskins, and they also have Blake Corum. So if, if you look at it again, Georgia had they're going to be deeper at that position. Um, Michigan has more star power. You can see that they have, uh, you know, uh, basically now two thousand yard rushers for Michigan. Um, and then of course you see where um, Georgia they just kind of have a, 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 a carousel of backs here. So there's not going to be one that's going to be a major superstar, but they basically get the uh, they get the uh, job done. Michigan's rushing, rushing attack ninth in America, and then Georgia's twenty eight. Um, another, another thing you can look at here is going to be, uh, the, the receiving. Um, and you can see here that, um, you know, Georgia has Brock Bowers, Lad McConkey. Um, it's going to be a, you know, Hey, is, is George Pickens going to be available? Is Jermaine Burton going to be available? Um, so they, they have the weapons. It's just going to be a matter of, are they going to be available? Michigan has, you know, Johnson, they have Wilson. Um, so they have a stable of receivers that can actually go and get the, get the job done. Georgia has a little bit of an edge right here um, on this. One of the things that you can, you know, really look at between the running backs, between the, between the receivers is there's really no game breakers. There's really no game breakers. You're not going to be able to go out and win a championship relying solely on your tight end. And, and, and of course, when it comes to the receiving, Brock Byers is going to be that top guy. The last thing we want to look at is just going to be the quarterback play. So this is actually pretty even. Uh, you can see here both of them completing 64% of their passes. Both have thrown for nearly the same amount of yards, 2,400 with McNamara, 2,300 with, uh, with, with Stetson Bennett. So they're going to be pretty evenly matched up all across the board. So now what I want to do is I want to just kind of kick it over to you guys here to kind of see – um, you know, what your keys to the game are. So, Billy, I'll start with you. Um, when you actually look at this Georgia-Michigan uh, matchup, what, what are your keys to the game? Uh, I think how Georgia bounces back from, you know, the beating that Bama gave them. They, uh, they, were, they were so good all year, and the defense had not had really a bad game, maybe a few bad plays here and there on some uh, long balls they gave up to South Carolina, Tennessee. But the defense had been there all year, and they just, it wasn't there in the championship game. So how, how do they bounce back? Are they going to have a confidence problem? Are they going to come out with a chip on their shoulder? Um, if they can come out and stop the run, because, you know, Michigan is going to focus on that, try to try to run it down our throat. If, if Georgia can stop the run and uh, force the pass, can they get some turnovers? Can they hold them to field goals? Or can they get some three and outs? So I think, you know, the defense will be the first key. 
second key, as everybody's talked about, is what will Stetson Bennett be able to do? I, I think he's had a good year. He gets a lot of criticism. Uh, everybody wants to look at JT Daniels, been standing over here on the sidelines. Why isn't JT playing? I, I like both of them, but I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem with Stetson. I think he'll do fine. I don't think he's played poorly. He put 24 points on Bama, which isn't bad. Um, I think if he can just can continue to control the clock, be a game manager like he's been all year, make some plays with his feet when he needs to, find Brock Bowers over the middle, you know, hopefully find Pickens deep or maybe Kyrus Jackson, somebody that can get downfield and stretch the field, open up a few things for McIntosh and Zamir White and those guys in the backfield. You, you can get enough points that, that, that you can beat Michigan. But I think, you know, how's, how's the defense's confidence and, and what will Stetson Bennett be able to do? Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And I agree with you 100% on that. And like I said in the last podcast, 24 points, that's enough to, to, to win a football game based off of how Georgia's defense has played throughout the year. So, you know, you're, you're not necessarily asking Stetson Bennett to go out there and be a game changer or somebody that's going to be this breakout guy. If we're asking him to throw the ball more than 30 or so times, we're in a lot of trouble. Um, right. and, and that's going to be the, the basic thing right there. Can we establish the line of scrimmage? That's going to be the biggest thing. Um, is, you know, one of the things that, that you talked about. And then also, are we going to be in shape? Uh, Alabama exposed us. They exposed us. They exposed, um, you know, one of our top defensive linemen who could not stay on the field. And obviously he's not a great pass rusher, uh, Jordan Davis. You know, he's a big time, huge run stopper. But, uh, you know, is Michigan going to you know pick up the pace? Are they going to sit there and do a, a no huddle to try to make that defense tired? Because eventually what happened in that Alabama game is our defense broke. Um, mm -hmm. So, again, are we going to be able to, uh, you know, sustain drives? We didn't do a very good job of sustaining drives in that in that SEC championship. I'll kick it over to you, um, uh, Tim. What, what are your keys to the game for Michigan? Um, you know, similar to what you both described, I, I agree totally with, with both of you. I think it, it, the battle will be won in the trenches um, if you neutralize that. We both have a great defense. Who's going to make the best adjustment? Um, I think it will come down to quarterback play. Um, Jim Harbaugh's done a good job of, of inserting McCarthy at the right time, and, and he makes that right play give that right spark. Can Georgia's defense adjust to that? How they how Michigan going to use McCarthy when McNamara is not in the game? Um, and, you, and you're right. Everybody in the world is looking at that that SEC championship film, so. Can we can Michigan put the ball down the field like Alabama did, and can Georgia correct those problems enough to stop that long ball? Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, Georgia did get exposed um, in, in the secondary, um, and so you would w wonder if you know is Jim Harbaugh going to ask Kay McNamara to do a little bit more passing than he normally does? I mean, you look at the Ohio State game, which they absolutely you know kind of punished Ohio State and got that monkey off their back. Kate McNamara only threw the ball 19 times. Um, and then, of course, if you look at, you know, you going back to Georgia and Stetson Bennett, Stetson Bennett, for the most part in most of these games, you know, he hadn't thrown the ball more than 21 times. So if you're asking both of these quarterbacks to throw a little bit more than they have to, um, you know, what, what, what does that say? Is, is panic mode set in, um, you know, and, and, and basically where, where do you go from there? I see uh, uh, one of the things that um, uh, that uh, – uh, somebody said is uh, that this has a feel of that that Clemson that Clemson game um, that uh, that very first game where 
you know, you've got two stout defenses. You've got two guys that are just, um, you know, defenses that are going to be top notch. Um, you've got offenses that are so-so, they're okay. They get the job done. Who's going to make the biggest defensive play? Who's going to make that play that's going to, um, you know, just, just kind of set the tone? I'll, I'll kick it over to you, Tim. What, what are your thoughts? Is there somebody that uh, – uh, is there's going to a particular thing that you are, are looking at that may happen that's going to set the tone for this game? You know, I have always been a firm, firm believer defense wins championships, right? I grew up a defensive guy. I love a good defensive football team. And you're right, we got two great defenses. Um, I also believe you you dance with who you came with, right? So Michigan got there pounding the football. Can they pound the football enough to keep keep Georgia honest to trying to stop the run? Uh, I think it's going to be huge. I, I just saw a headline come across. Uh, one of our starting DBs, Michigan defensive backs, I forget the name, is, is questionable. He, he's not even with the team right now. Um, so that may be huge as well. But I, I think it's going to come down to which defense gets the crucial turnover at that crucial point in the game or that, that fourth down stop to, to switch that momentum to get the other one over the hump. Awesome, awesome. Before I turn it over to you, Billy, I see uh, we have uh, Joel Sanders uh, she said, what the Billy Pate? Hi, Billy. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're getting a shout out already. You got this, this Billy just gets on here and he's already got a fan. <laughs> this is what happens when you can't find anybody else on December 30th. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, let me kick it over to you, Billy. Um, your, your thoughts, is there going to be something that's going to be key that you're going to, you know, that, that, that's going to make the difference in this? Um, I, I agree with Tim. We're doing a lot of agreeing today. I think both of these teams are so so much of a carbon copy of each other. Defense first, run the ball, you know, keep the other team on the sidelines, control the clock. Uh, I would almost say it's going to come down to who's got the better punter. Uh, who, I mean, we may see a lot of three and outs, so it may come down to punting and field position. Um, who can block a punt maybe? Who can get a punt return for a touchdown? Or like Tim said, that crucial – uh, turnover with with the de- defenses they have with Hutchison coming off the edge, does he get a strip sack? Uh, does Nakobe Dean or somebody Nolan Smith for Georgia get a strip sack and a fumble? Even if we can't, if they're not going to throw the ball a lot, we may not see very many interceptions or any at all. So it may come down to a fumble by a quarterback or a re- uh, running back getting hit that could that could change the game or uh, made or missed field goals. A uh, game this close could come down to who made theirs and who didn't make theirs. And, and so we may look at punters and kickers more than we look at the defense and what the defense did, other than keeping the points off the board. Who can step up and make a 50-yard kick or get a kick blocked or, or miss one that they need to make? Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and, you know, you always just kind of miss on the, on, the, uh, on the special teams, but field position is going to be huge. Um, will, will Georgia be able to go – you know, 90, 80 to 90 yards to sustain a drive. Will Michigan be able to do the same thing? And critical key first downs um, are going to be um, are going to be important. Also, too, who's going to make the you know the least amount of mistakes? Um, Georgia has unfortunately been penalized with a lot of pass interference, um, so that's good, you know something that's that's of concern. Um, but penalties are going to are, are going to factor in too on um, you know how this game is going to you know, uh, just the outcome of this, of this game. So um, it'd be interesting. Uh, I'll, or, can I'll go they score, or can they score in the red zone? I mean, if you, if you do drive at 60 or 80 yards, are you getting three or are you getting seven? I mean, you go down twice 
get stopped and kick field goals, it only takes one drive for the other guy to come back and get seven, and your two drives are neutralized. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. So, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I've got sweaty palms already <laughs> for this game, and I'm not even playing a snap. So it just, you know, kind of, yeah. you know, just kind of driving me crazy a little bit. I'm going to um, – uh, 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 look here uh, in the chat real quick, um, and, I, and I see here that um, you know uh, for for Michigan they haven't done very much tempo all year, so um, you know that that that's going to be something that may help out. Um, but I do see that uh, Moose right here said that Michigan probably will go fast. So if you know what, based off of the film, based off of uh, you know of things, you know trends you can best believe Jim Harbaugh is going to be prepared. Um, you know, and, and Jim Harbaugh, you know, for, for those that don't know, has a pretty extensive resume, you know, going from, um, you know, Stanford, going to the, the NFL and leading a, uh, a San Francisco team to the uh, Super Bowl um, and now coming back and then finally turning Michigan around. One of the things that, you know, that you could look at right now from a momentum standpoint, Georgia has not – gotten the monkey off of their back when it actually comes to Alabama. So just like you were talking about earlier, Billy, are they going to be able to respond? Will they be able to put that out of their mind? Whereas Michigan has finally got that monkey off their back in beating Ohio State. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of people, they're not necessarily looking at what they did to Iowa in that Big Ten championship. They're looking from a momentum standpoint of what happened against Ohio State. They took that momentum and then beat a uh, uh, you know and uh, beat Iowa. I mean, just beat them down. Um, and, and Iowa actually defensively is pretty good. I mean, they're pretty you know they're one of the top teams in the nation when it actually comes to defense. Um, and so, will that give Michigan some momentum going into that to going into that game versus uh, you know versus Georgia? So you know we we, we talked about those keys of the game. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll start with you, Billy. What What is your biggest concern? What is your biggest fear when it actually comes to comes to this game? Uh, a repeat of the SEC championship. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, well, like Tim said, it's going to be one in the trenches, and I think Alabama made Georgia look pedestrian, offensive line and defensive line. You know, we didn't we didn't we didn't keep uh, Stetson protected long enough to be able to make passes downfield. We didn't open up holes to be able to run the ball the way we should have and we didn't get pressure on Bryce Young with our defensive line. So I, I think my biggest concern is that the offensive line and defensive line underperform again. Um, it's, it's, it's funny to, to think about the last time we played, Georgia looked so bad, and that's all we can think about. But here, you know, Bama has a loss to Texas A&M that no one talks about anymore, and they looked bad against Florida and barely beat them, and Auburn sacked them seven times those things don't get talked about because Bama has played one more game, made Georgia look bad, Bama look good. So all those things are kind of forgotten about. Whereas Georgia's last game, they get boat raced and look bad and we haven't seen them again. So we don't know how they'll respond. So I'd say, you know, the biggest concern is don't, don't know what to expect because we haven't seen them play again. Whereas Bama's had several games to correct what they did wrong against uh, against A&M and to let Florida keep it close and to let Auburn almost beat them. Right. Right. Yeah, that's a great point. What about you, Tim, for, for Michigan? What is your what is your biggest concern? I don't say my biggest fear is that my team won't win. <laughs> well said. Well said. <laughs> Definitely well said. Um, I, I think my for Michigan, my, my uh, biggest concern kind of goes back to my previous statement. I do 
do it, keep doing what, what got you here. Can we keep doing with what, what got us here? Yeah. The run game. No, yeah, just, just, just running the football um, the uh, against that impenetrable uh, defensive front, right? Yeah. With Hutchison on, Hutchison and Jabo coming off those hands, like, that's, that's, that's scary. We can keep that penetration. Uh, mm-hmm. for good, our yeah. Um, um, one of the th- the things that concerns me um, is Michigan's line in, in the trenches. I mean, uh, uh, they got the Jim Mora Award uh, for for offensive linemen, um, which, which I mean that that that's saying a lot. Um, and, and if I, I do believe um, physically, they are better than Alabama's. Uh, they are better than Alabama's line. Um, the 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 other concern again is going to be the secondary um you know for you know can can we hold up because i, I do believe um i don't i don't believe that jim harbaugh is just going to kind of shelf k mcnamara and try to do some dinks and dumps i think he's going to try you know just to try to do some shots down the field which is you know going to be unexpected so those are some things that i i look at um, and, and just like I talked to you guys earlier, this is something that I talked about in the podcast uh, right before the Alabama game. What concerns me is Georgia's offense plays right in the hands of Michigan's defense. Uh, Michigan, um, you know, they, they are built to stop that power run. They're built to stop that. They're built to kind of stop that that dink and dump. I mean, you look at the Iowa um, look at the Iowa game and those other games, those big Wisconsin, the big running games, and, and, and they did a very, very good job of, of, of stopping them. You know, will we be able to spread them out? Um, you know, I, I love the 13 personnel. I absolutely love it. But, you know, at, at some point in time, you're going to have to do something a little bit different um, and, and, and spread those guys out. I think that we offensively are capable and, and can play a lot better than Ohio State did, even though Ohio State has three absolutely outstanding wide receivers. We have just as good wide receivers, but we just don't do a great job of, of, of exploiting those. So what, what is Tom Munkin going to do? Is he going to come out there and he's going to, is he going to be explosive or is he going to just kind of play that whole same, you know, but, you know, just play, you know, play the same thing. So uh, Jason Skaggs here says our ability to cover on the back end um, falls on Christopher Smith. If he's healthy, we can minimize home runs. I think I absolutely um, I absolutely agree with that. Um, uh, he was the game changer against Clemson. Without him, I don't know if we win that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're 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 absolutely right. Um, you know, and, and and Clemson had some tough big time receivers, um, and, and and fortunately we were able to you know to get to get some some pressure on DJ. But again, you know, Christopher Smith plays a huge, um, you know, make, makes a huge impact. Also, too, how are our, our linebackers? You know, are they going to be able to cover? Um, because Michigan is going to have to do something to get those linebackers out of the middle of the field. Um, and, and I think that they're going to do a lot of those uh, running back angles. I, I could see them doing a lot of swings with the, um, you know, with the running backs. I know uh, Dean can go from side to side um, like no other, but it's going to be a matter of how many times is he going to be able to, you know, go into coverage and how he's going to be able to, um, how he's going to be able to uh, hold up. Well, you know, the um, wheel route killed us against Florida last year with the guys. Yes, the it did. So if Michigan decides to go that route, you know, will we be able to pick up the guy out of the backfield? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right here. And I say, you know, I'm, I'm looking here and I see that uh, the DGD podcast says our you know, UGA linebacker speed will 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 shine tomorrow. So that, that that's going to be great. 
Um, you know, but again, you got two two backs that are uh, thousand yard backs. You know, how are we going to be able to do um, against that? And, and you could see that um, you know Alabama had a little bit of success um, running the football against us, but that was obviously too after the fact that they really struggled. Um, uh, you know, with, with, with the Alabama passing game. Another thing that's a little bit of a concern, Cade McNamara can actually move. I mean, he, he can move out of the pocket. He's, he can scramble a little bit. He almost kind of reminds me of a, just a more um, put-together Bo Nix, <laughs> if, 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 if that makes, you know, a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of sense. Bo Nix is just kind of sporadic. He's wild, but he does keep a lot of plays um, alive with his legs. So, you know, will we be able to put a spy on him um, and then just make sure that he does not, you know, uh, he does not run? Another thing a lot of people aren't talking about is Blake Corum's ankle. They say it's fine, but how, how healthy is he or, or effective will he be? Because if you can take him away and put that entire load on Haskins, that's going to be problematic too. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is, that, it's a lot of pounding for one running back to take up against that, against that defense. And it's not just always just running the ball, but that pass blocking um, as, as well is going to be is going to be tough. So um, I, I'll be interested to see how that Michigan line will hold up against that, you know, against that 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 big time defense um, and that and that that defensive front. So you know, we're we're, we're coming to, um, here to the end. So, yeah. We finally see Stetson move around back there. You know what? I I mean, are you talking about uh, doing some quarterback? See Stetson do some running. I mean, it, it would it would honestly make sense um, because they would not expect it. Yeah, yeah, you're right um, because they wouldn't expect it. You know, well, yeah, and, and one of the things that that, that hurt us. It, seeing stats and more than you know. Yeah, I think you're cut. I think you're cutting in and out, Billy. But yeah, so if, if that's going to be the case, I mean, I, I think this would be a great game. Yeah, I think this will be a great game to run Stetson um, because look at it. We didn't expect Bryce Young to run. <laughs> you know, we we didn't, and he absolutely killed. Bryce Young had more rushing than our our top running back, <laughs> and that's like <laughs> that's a problem. We obviously did not prepare. We've done a very very poor job of preparing for Alabama quarterbacks historically, and we need to stop it. <laughs> we definitely need to stop that. So hopefully we'll be a lot more prepared for um, McNamara, but also too, one of the things that, um, that Tim brought up earlier is using an addition, you know, that additional quarterback that actually is, you know, uh, you know, just a lot more mobile. So we're just going to have to be able to recognize that and, um, you know, and, and, and hopefully make the, make the correct adjustments for that. So, well, here it is. It's right now we're getting ready to get into score prediction time. All right. So um, a lot of scores out there. The The line is seven and a half, which I, I think is absolutely that. I think that's crazy. And then also, too, I think the over, if I'm not mistaken, is it 54? Is like either 51 or 54? Um, mm. I, I see this more of, a, of an NFL line if, if if that would make make the most sense i don't i don't see 54 points being scored but it, which kind of makes me nervous because obviously vegas knows a little bit more than, <laughs> than what we what what we know so um i, I i'll start with you uh tim um what what, what are you, you know who, who wins the game what's your what's your score prediction 
Man, I knew you were gonna ask me that one. <laughs> and I've and I've been asking myself that for about two weeks now. Who's gonna win this game? Uh, here's here's what I think. I think us in the state of Georgia, we're asking too much. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, the the Braves gave us our championship. We can't expect another one in the same year. Okay. Michigan, you talked about the monkey off the back. Michigan started the season unranked. Just going to be another old mediocre Michigan year. Got the monkey off the back. We beat Ohio State, won the Big Ten. Georgia, I'm going Michigan 27 17. 27 to 17. Michigan 27 to 17. That's a, that, that, that's a, uh, that that's a that that actually covers this. Well, it actually doesn't cover the spread. It covers the total, um, but not not or, not the actual spread. Or if you if you want to appease me, make me happy. Let's take it back to 1997, and we declare the winner of this game the champion and the loser the co-champion, and everybody's happy. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. Because what was it with uh, that was Nebraska, right? Mm-hmm. That was uh, that's yeah. right, Nebraska. That's right, Scott Frost and uh, uh, that mm-hmm. group. Uh, all right, Billy, what about you? Uh, first of all, we're not Georgia Tech. We don't want any co-champions. <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate your offer, but uh, thanks, but no thanks. I offer it. I offer it. Hey, that's very nice. I appreciate your kindness, but no, we don't We don't want that. Um, you know, uh, I've been thinking about it, too. I think low scoring. I think a lot of defense. Um I'm going to go 23 to 20 dogs. I think we're going to have a lot of field goals. Uh, you know, probably a lot of long field goals if, we, if these teams can't get into the into the red zone. So I'm going to go 23 20. And I'm not usually good at predicting. So hopefully we'll, we'll get this one right. Right, 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 right. <laughs> well, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to throw mine in there. Um, I, I've got 21 to 17 Georgia. Um, I, I do think that it's going to be a, a slugfest. Um, I, I think it'll be very, very close through three quarters. And I, I just see Georgia just kind of pulling away with a, you know, with, with, with a last minute um, uh, uh, touchdown. If not, I could see them, you know, scoring and then, you know, maybe Michigan, you know, getting in that hurry up offense and then maybe adding in a, a touchdown late. Um I do think it's going to be a slobber knocker. It's going to be it's going to be low scoring. Um, I, I agree with with Billy on the field goals. There's going to definitely definitely be some field goals, um, you know. And, and that's going to be my my New Year's resolution is just is just to make sure that I just believe in the dogs because <laughs> you know just like all of us, you know, we just kind of you know we 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 just kind of get nervous. Um, but you know, definitely don't want to get complacent. Um, I definitely hope that Georgia is not overlooking this game with with revenge to Alabama on their mind because if they do, they will get beat. Um, oh, yeah. There is there is no if ands or buts um, about it. But again, um, in, in everywhere you look um, uh, on other podcasts, other predictions, everyone says not first and foremost this is their favorite game because it is just so hard to call. It could go either way. They've never seen two teams that are so evenly matched. You got two great head coaches and Jim Harbaugh. You've got, you know, you got Kirby Smart. I've had the luxury to play with both of them, so I, I think that's kind of that, that that that's kind of cool. But obviously, you know what, uh, uh, you know, dogs runs in my blood, so I've you know got to definitely got to pull for them. Um, but it, it's it's going to be an awesome game. Um, you know, look, looking forward to it. Um, you know, looking forward to you know to, to chatting it up with with Tim and Billy. 
um, you know, d during the game. I just, you know, like obviously we were hoping for a different outcome. And, uh, you know, and just like it took the Braves so long, it it's it's our turn, Tim. <laughs> it's, it's, it's our turn. Yeah. By the way, I will give that World Series back right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shoot, yeah. yeah. I, I, if there's a dog fan who thinks the World Series is worth it, yeah, man, you can have it back. You can right you now. can have it back. You can have the parade back and everything, man. They just, just oh, take it all back. I don't. I don't. Plus, I heard the the parade thing. They sped by. They said that parade. The everything was just so fast. I can guarantee you, if 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 Georgia wins this whole national championship, it will be a march through Georgia, just like Sherman did back in the day. I think we're going to start from the very, very top, you know, up there and, 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 and gold, and we're just going to march all the way down to the sea. I mean, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be, and you know what, Tim, the great thing is, is it's a win-win for you. <laughs> it is a, it's, it's definitely a win-win for you. If Georgia wins the national championship, I will be unfriended on Facebook immediately because I remember, Remember everything that has ever been said to me for the last 41 years. Oh, yeah. And underachieving and can't win the big one and wait till next year and all the other crap I've had to hear. I will be unfriended immediately. If Jordan oh, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I can. I can bet you. And, and I tell you what, I, I know that everybody's saying that, uh, you know, Alabama's going to roll over Cincinnati. I think that Cincinnati is going to present a lot more problems to Alabama than most people can think of because, again, Alabama struggles with that spread. They struggle with those athletic quarterbacks. Cincinnati's defense is not bad. They well, are. Cincinnati's they are. Playing, Cincinnati's playing with house money. I mean, they're yeah. supposed to be here. Right. If, you lose, if right. you lose to Cincinnati, I mean, Alabama's got all the pressure. Cincinnati, oh, yeah. If they win, great. If they don't, hey, you know, you had a great season and you got in. But I wouldn't want to play Cincinnati. No, no, not right now. Like I said, those, those guys they're 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 playing big time. And again, you know, I was just listening to um, them talk about um, Ritter, and he's played, you know, the biggest in big games. So you know, when they beat Houston, when they beat Notre Dame, I mean, he's actually played some pretty big time mistake free football. Yeah. So um, you know, they, they, and they've got a whole city behind them. They're they they're an uncharted territory. They're somewhere that they haven't been before. You can best believe that they're going to give them everything that they have. And how wonderful would that be if we had a rematch against Cincinnati? Um, because I, I think we match up obviously a lot better versus Cincinnati than we do Alabama. Hey, they're playing Alabama. They got the whole country behind them. They don't just have the city behind. Yeah, them. yeah, they have, they have, they have everybody. Yeah, they have, they have everybody behind them. Yeah, they absolutely do. So, like I said, I, um, I don't want this to be the year that we have to get Alabama off our back. I'd rather them just be knocked out and then we have an opportunity to play Cincinnati um, if, if 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 that happens. So. Uh, it's going to said first things first, you know, we, we got to start tomorrow. Uh, it's, it's just going to be big. Um, and man, oh man. Hey, and uh, also Tim, I know you've got that extra ticket. I know that's, uh, that, that, that's going to be tough. I know you wish you could, uh, you can unload that on, on, on somebody, but I tell you what, that's, that's going to be a great, crazy, crazy game. So, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So before we hop off, um, um, Tim, tell uh, everybody where they can find you on social media. I am uh, at T-I-M-S-R-5-8 on Instagram and Timothy Hill on Facebook. Awesome, awesome, awesome. What about you, Billy? Uh, just Billy Payne on Facebook. That's about all I've got. That's all i got time for. I'm an old man. I can't keep up with all this social media stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> Look, awesome, yeah, awesome, hey, awesome. 
And uh, I was, I was, I got to give a shout out to my youngest, Brookie Five Fouls. She got her Brock Bowers jersey for Christmas. She's fired up for the game and gonna be. All right, all right. We're going, we're going, we're going to the girls' basketball game tonight, and uh, so she's fired up for Brock Bowers to have a big game. Yes, yes, indeed, yes, indeed. So, hey guys, um, you know, thank you so much for 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 hanging out with us. Um, I really, really appreciate it. Would love to have you guys on again at some, you know, some point in time. Um, you know, and also to our chat, the Bone the Bones Brigade. Thank y'all for hanging out with us. Um, you know, and just making this a, a, a just an awesome podcast. You know, got some some top notch guys here. Everybody's excited about the game. Hey, and if you like the podcast, definitely hit that like and subscribe button. Also, share it with your fan. Uh, sorry, share it with your friends. Um, so, hey, great to be on here. We're about to head out. Thanks for listening to the. D- I don't know that. I think that worked. Thanks for listening to the DGD podcast. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and to the DGD podcast YouTube channel where you can watch live Mondays and Fridays at noon Eastern. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at the DGD podcast and check out the website at www.dgdpodcast.com. 